Welcome everyone to the Oave Torah Daf Yomi Shiur. Today's Shiur is Daf Vav. We will begin on the top of Vav Amur Aleph. Says the Mishnah. Al-Chagima. Hamachnis Ma'ot V'Amar. A guy gathers money for his shekel. Right? So he's got little, I guess he's gathering pennies to make up a shekel. Or gathering uh, silver for a shekel, little by little. Vamad and he says, as he gathers the money. Thank you, Harry. As he gathers the money, says you got the case, Harry. Mm-hmm. Guy's gathering little money coins for his korban shekel, and as he gathers, he says the following words: These are for my shekel. Okay, so machloket is in this case when he says these are for my shekel. If we end up counting it up and we see that there's more than half a shekel, what do we do with the extra? Bet Shammai says, listen, since he set it aside for a shekel, therefore it gets holified. And th- welcome back, Ivan. So since he set it up and he said, again, the case is, the guy has these, let's, let's assume it's, it's not really silver. In it. Let's assume a half dollar is the right amount. And the guy sets aside dimes or nickels. Nickel by nickel by nickel by nickel. He's setting it aside till he has uh, uh, 50 cents. Okay? Of course, it's bigger money really because it was silver, but let's assume it's for example's sake. So if he ends up counting and then he sees, wait a second, I have more than 50 cents here. I have 65 cents. What does he do with the extra 15 cents? Do, so Bet Shammai says, listen, he, ha, he had in mind, he said the word, these are for my shekel. And since he did, therefore, those 15 cents have to be used to buy another carbon. He says, no, you can take 50 cents to buy potato chips. It's fine. Why? Because he didn't have that in mind, according to Betila. Let's not look at Betila, but Shemai. Okay, now focus on these rabbis because they're going to come up a lot. Betila says, Harel Ushkelim is okay. And Betila says it's not. Now, if the guy doesn't say Harel Ushkelim, what if, what if the guy's language when he set aside the 65 cents was not Harel, these are Shkelim, but rather Sha'avi Mehen Shkelim. I'm going to bring from them my shekel. Oh, is that better or worse? Better, better right? Everyone agrees that it's all good. Even Bet Shemai agrees that then you can buy potato chips with extra money. Okay? Now, if he says, if the guy says, these are for my chatat. Okay. Now, we were talking about El Lashkalim. Now we're talking about a new case where a guy is setting aside money and he's saying, I want to use it for my korban hatat that I owe. Not shekel anymore. He wants to buy korban hatat. And the korban hatat costs X amount of money. And now he buys the korban hatat and he sees there's extra money. What do you do with extra money? Shavin shamotar nedava. Then even Betelel agrees that the extra becomes for a korban. Okay, when it comes to korban, but if he says Sha'avi mehen chatati, that I'm going to bring from these money my korban chatat, 
Shavin Shamotar Cholin. And everyone agrees, again over here, that the extra is Cholin. You can buy potato chips with it. Amar Rishimon, Ma Ben Shkelim Lechatat. Rishimon explains, what's the difference between a Shekel and a Chatat? Why is the Elu different in a Shekel than the Elu is in a Chatat? Are you with me? Explains to Shimon. Ela shilshkelim yeshlem kitzvah v'chatat enlan kitzvah. He says a shekel has an end, a chatat has no end because when you set aside for a shekel, so the most it could be is a half shekel. When you set aside for a chatat, there's no limit how how expensive an animal you want to buy. I set aside hundred, okay hundred. Now you buy an animal seventy five. Look, I have extra. Okay, who said it's extra? Perhaps you should buy an animal for a hundred. Or an animal for a thousand. Get a bigger animal. Get a bigger, stronger animal. Buy a shekel. Since it has a kitzvah, it has an end, that's why we said that Rebbe is lenient over there. Okay? Rebbe Daumer, Rebbe kitzvah. Even the shekel has no end. Even a shekel does not have an end. Now, how can a shekel have no end? Shekel is the maximum give is half a shekel. So we're going to see from a historical story that he brings that a shekel also has no end. What's that? When the Jews came up from the Gola after they were exiled in, after the destruction of the first Beit HaMikdash, they went to 70 years to Babylonia, lived there for a while, had the story of Purim. After the story of Purim, uh, the son of Ahasuerus ends up allowing the Jews to go back to Israel. And as they came back, they started again being shokel shkalim. Hayu shoklim darkonot. They were offering a darkon coin as a shekel. Now, that has the value of two shekels of the Torah. Okay. And they would give half of that, which is a full shekel of the Torah, to for their coin. Now, that is because they do half of the money that was given. Since the standard money was a darkon, and over there a darkon is like double of a shekel, so therefore half of it is a full shekel. We, we're always giving half a shekel. That's what they used to give. Chazul Salim. After a while, when the Persian empire went down so things changed and the regular coin was a seller regular shekel so so then they switched and they did half a shekel okay then bikshu after the, the then it changed bikshu it's called dinrim later they thought that when when the the coins fell again and now the regular coin used was a half a shekel they thought they could switch now, switch now, we're gonna, everyone's going to give a quarter shekel. Oh. You following this? Yeah. The rabbis didn't let. That was, no, no. In other words, you could go above what the Torah says, but you can't go below. So if, you're, if the coin that's going out there is now a double shekel, so you could give a full shekel, not half a shekel. But if the coin goes down to half a shekel, you can't give a quarter shekel. Okay. But you see from here that it went up also. So how can you say that coins have an end? Look, sometimes people gave bigger coins. Answers going on. Amr Bishmon, 
Even so, that the coin could get bigger, but everyone's equal in how big the coin could be. There is no, you can't, we can't have one guy giving more of a, uh, a full shekel and one guy give half a shekel. Everyone has to give the same. But when it comes to hatat, because you can give different, different, different sizes of animals. One guy can bring one or two or three, and therefore that's why it's different. Okay? Simple Mishnah. Right? Clear? Gorgeous. Let's see the Gemara. We said if a guy's gathering and he says, This is my Shkalim. So Bet Shemai said it was Nedava. And Bet Yilel said it's Cholin, right? That was the case. The guy said, hey, that was a machloket. Now, we're going to have a machloket between two Amoraim. What was the machloket between Bet Shemai and Bet Yilel? So let's see what's going on. The two Amoraim as follows. Rabbi Yossi B'Shem Rabbi Lazar. Rabbi Yossi B'Shem Rabbi Lazar says, Ma plegin, what's the machloket? Mechanez. Protrot. That's when the guy's getting together prutot. He gets a pruta, 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 put him aside, and he gets it done. Which means, let's say, here's my half shekels. Ready? If the guy says, I'm going to put el shkalim, he goes one more, el shkalim, he goes one, two, Slowly but surely, he's adding every day another one. That's where the machloket is. But if, the, but if the guy goes over to a whole thing of coins, sticks his hand in, and says "Elul Shkalim" and puts them all down at once, then everyone agrees that you have to offer it to a sacrifice. Even Betelel, who was lenient and said you could use it for potato chips, he only said that when you do it one by one. But if you put it all together, everyone agrees that your thought is whatever should be for the, for the shekel and whatever is extra should be for a korban and you're not allowed, and you, you holified it and now it's you can't switch it. Now. It's like saying this korban is for Beth Mikdash. The whole thing goes, that's it. But here I, here I have a whole bunch of coins. So you might have thunk that it goes with the coins. No, there's a difference between giving, the case of the Mishnah is only one by one. That's when Betelel is lenient. Right. But Betelel will not be lenient if you do all at once. That's the opinion of Rabbi Lazar. Okay? That's, again, that's, that's um, according, this is according to Amora number one, Rabbi Lazar. Amora number two, Rabbi Chia, Rabbi B'Shem Lazar, hold on, that was Rabbi Lazar before? That was Rabbi Yossi B'Shem Lazar, and that was Rabbi Chia B'Shem Lazar. Okay? B'machris parpot, again, he says, he agrees, what they're arguing is when you go one, 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 one. That's where the argument is. I agree with you about that. But when you give it all together, everyone agrees, according to this, according to this Amorah, everyone agrees the opposite. Everyone agrees that the extra could be used for potato chips. Ooh, that's a big, big... Argument. So everyone's agreeing on something. Yeah. Everyone's agreeing on something, right? But they're agreeing on different things.
Right? They're agreeing on very, very different stuff. Right? Every, they're saying that everyone agrees, but we'll question what they agree on. Okay. Amar Abchia. Now, Abchia is going to try to bring a proof to himself from the Al-Mishnah. Okay? That he's right and Amar number one is wrong. Now, again, Abchia is the one with the lenient opinion. He's saying that everyone agrees that when it's good all together, you could use your potato chips. Okay? Says the Gemara. Amar Abchia. Matnita Misayeya. Our Mishnah brings a proof. L'Rabibi to Rabibi. Tetanan, because we'll learn to the Mishnah. Amar Bishimon, Ma Ben Shkalim. Lechatat, we said in the Mishnah. Bishimon explained, what's the difference between a Shekel and a Chatat? Why does a Chatat automatically become a Nedava? El Shkalim Yeshtehem Kitzba. U Chatat, El Kitzba. We said that Shekalim has an end, and Chatat doesn't have an end. Manan Kaiminan, what are you talking about? If the guy is saying, I'm going to bring from them my shekel, then everyone agrees that, that, that the extra can be used for potato chips. If the guy says, I'm going to bring my chatat from them, everyone agrees. In what case are we talking about? When the guy says, These are my for shekel. So therefore, shikalim since they have a set time, set amount from the Torah, we're talking the extra chulim. Chatat, there's no end from the Torah. So what are the dava? The extra is the dava. So you see that El Shkalim is, everyone agrees, is chulim. Okay? What would Rabbi say about this this proof? The difference between the two is he's explaining that the argument of Rabbi Shimon's proof is going going both according to Bet Shammai and Bet Hillel. and if it's going according to both Bet Shammai and Bet Hillel, they both agree. So it can only talking about a case where they all gave it all together, and you see that they all when they all gave it all together were being lenient. You can buy potatoes with it. Mm-hmm. That was a proof to hit to, to Amor number B, which was uh, Rebchia. Amor number one will say, who told you that's what it's talking about? I'll explain that it's talking about only according to Bet Hillel. And it's talking about when you do one by one. And that's the proof of, of back and forth. This Rabbi Shimon, who's the one, Rabbi Shimon in the Mishnah, okay? Rabbi Shimon in the Mishnah had brought this case as a proof that one has an end and one has no end. And in the case that he brought, he says that the shekel case is the lenient case. Now, which shekel case is your lenient case? He was, Rabbi B was assuming, oh, I must be talking about my case, which is the case that everyone brought it together. So you see that we're lenient when everyone brought it together. And it's talking about according to both rabbis, because he thought it's talking about according to both, both rabbis. You see, I'm right. I remember said, who told you? I'll explain that it's talking about according to Bet Hillel only. And it's talking about when you did it one by one. And that's why we're being lenient. And therefore, you don't have proof against me. Good? Fine. Good. We have another brighter. And this brighter will be another question on Rabbi number one who's strict in the case of altogether. Didn't we learn if you have extra shekalim 
ve'echulin. And if you have extra chatat, the rest goes for nedava. That means if you're setting aside coins for a shekel, the extra you can use for potato chips. But if you have setting aside coins for a carbon, then the rest becomes a, a, a carbon also. So that's a, that's a brighter later on. And it sounds like extra shikli mizachulin. It sounds like I'm right. And we, I, this rabbi is assuming again, talking about Bet Shemai and Bet Hillel, and therefore must be talking like me. I said, no. Rabbi will see back. He's also learning, I'm learning that that's a case of not all together. It's a one by one case, and it's always going back to them, therefore it's also not a proof against me. Good. Now, says the Gemara. So we said according to Beit Hillel. Now we're going to explain, we're switching topics a little bit, and we're going to explain according to Beit Hillel. Hamafrish Kelo, if a guy who separates his shekel, Visavad Shu Chayav, Chayav. What happens if you have a guy? who's going with some fellows who are separating half a shekel to Bet HaMikdash. So he separates a shekel, half a shekel with them to the Bet HaMikdash. And then he realized, Uli, I did it already. I shekeled already this year. I forgot. Lo Kiddush, the halacha is, his shekel is not holified. Since he didn't mean, he didn't need to, and he didn't mean to, therefore it doesn't work. Even though he said it, doesn't work. Okay. Now listen to another case. Hamafrish Shnaim, if a guy separates two half shekels, Visavar Shu Chayav Shaim, and he thinks he owes two shekels because he thinks he didn't do last year. Okay. Vinim comes out he's only Chayav one. He finds out. What do you do with the extra? Nishma Minada will figure from here. I want to answer the question from the following case. It says, Hifrish Chatato. We're going to learn it from the case of an animal. Okay? We're learning the case of the Shekel. Again, our question is if a guy separated two, thought he was Chayav two, and really is only Chayav one, what is it? it what's, what's the law? Okay? Now, before I go further, let me explain why it would be different. I already told you that if a guy separated one, and he knew he wasn't chayav in the end, so he's patur. Now, why over here when he separates two and he thinks chayav two, do you think that it shouldn't be the same thing? It should be that the extra one is automatically patur. Answer is, in the case of a guy who separates one, that guy is a patur guy. Completely patur guy. And a patur guy who separates, maybe, for sure, over there for sure, it doesn't doesn't click. And it doesn't get holified. Mm-hmm. Good. But, when the guy separates two, he's a chayav guy. He's chayav one. But he's a chayav guy. And since he's a chayav guy, maybe it's different, and maybe the second one becomes holified. Or do we say, no, it's the same thing, and the second one doesn't go. Since he doesn't owe the second one, it doesn't become holified. Or do we say, no, since you're a chayav guy, we go by the fact that you're a chayav guy, and therefore they both get holified. That's the question we're trying to figure out. So the Gemara wants to bring a proof from this case of chatat. You ready? Let's read inside. Nishma min hada. Hefrish chatato. If a guy separates his chatat. Visabar shu chayav. And he thinks he's chayav. Okay, that's the case again. A guy thinks he's chayav, korban chatat. And he separates the chadat, and he thinks he's chayav. 
and we find that he's not chayav. Lo kiddusha, it did not become holified. That's similar to our case where the guy separated a shekel and he thought he was chayav, he wasn't chayav, he doesn't get holified. <laughs> if the guy separates two, Visavar Sheenu Chayav Shtai, Shu Chayav Shtai, he thought he was Chayav, took animals for a korban, Vinimsash Enu Chayav Elachat, he thinks he finds he's only Chayav one, right? Otashnia, the second one, Ma'atavidle, what do you do to it? Ela, Ro'e, Achistabab, you let it graze until it gets a moon and you let it die. Or you let it graze till it gets a moon and then it becomes Pasul. So, so you see, we should figure out from here that in the case of the Shekalim, when the guy separated two Shekalim and told the Chayav one, the second one should be holified and become a Nedava. The same way it does by Chatat. Says, what are you talking about? How can you say they become a Nedava over here? How can you compare the two cases? We already said in the Mishnah earlier that there's a difference between Chulin, between sacrifices and Shekalim. Right? By the Elu case. So we already said that there's a difference. And we explained one has a kitzbah, one doesn't have a kitzbah. So you're comparing a case of animals to a case of shikalim, we already said that there's a difference. And therefore, you can't bring a proof from one to the next. Okay. So we never answered this question what the halacha is. Okay. Review the Amar. Review this said in the Mishnah. If you remember in the Mishnah, Rabbi Huda said that even Shekalim have no end, because we said the story over there with the with, with uh, when they came out of Abel. Now we said that the Jews switched, they switched to, to, to start using Darkonot. Hanodinanim, those are... Okay, so you have to know that in Aramaic, there's a good point that you're pointing out. He's saying that in our Mishnah, we called him Rabbi Yehuda. Here, the Gemara is calling Rabbi Yehuda. This is uh, Yerushalmi Aramaic. In Yerushalmi Aramaic, people get, I would call it nicknames. That's why Rabbi Elazar comes Rabbi Lazar. Oh, it's the same, same rabbi. Uh-huh. And Rabbi Yehuda is Rabbi Yehuda. That's why, it's not the same rabbi. And I wish he was Rabbi Yehuda. Yes, Rabbi Yehuda and Rabbi Yehuda are synonymous. Okay? Good. So now, Dar Konot. When we said the story that they started bringing Darkonot when they first came back with Darkonot, Hanu Dinanim, those are called, nowadays they're called Dinamim. Chazul Shalim, they switched to, to, to start being Shokel Silaim. Kishmuan, that's the, what it sounds like. Chazul is called Tabin. They switched to, to be Shokel Tobin. Right? What's a Tobin? Palgeslain, that's a half a cell, that's a regular half a shekel. Bishkul is called they want to do a shinin. Hanu Kartinim, that's a quarter of a shekel. We look at Lulam, the rabbis didn't accept them. They didn't let them switch to a quarter shekel. That was the story in the Mishnah, right? Good. Minhada, the Gemara says, why did the rabbis not accept the quarter of a shekel? Why did they go up and not go down? Where did the rabbis get that from? Take care, Ivan. Okay? Says the Gemara, as it says, in Nehemiah, it says that we gave, we accepted the mitzvot to give a third of a shekel to the Beit Magdash. What is that, a third of a shekel? That's a third of a darkon, which was the one they were using those days. So you see, 
And they said you can never allow to give less than half a shekel. Because over there they're talking about half a shekel. And that's what we're understanding from this pasuk that the rabbis were strict and they didn't let go less than half a shekel. Rabbi Chilkiah B'Shem Rabbi Acha says, Mikan Adam From the fact that we call it a third of a shekel, we're going to take a learning that a person should always separate at least three shekelim of money during the year. Three times a year. That means that we don't make collections on the people in this, the town more than three times a year. Because there's the word shlishit. We learned it as a third, but they're using it to teach you that another law, that when, when the betin is collecting money for tzedakah, it shouldn't collect more than three times a year. Okay? Don't ask why we have more than three raffles here. Okay? Amar Biabim. Mikan, from here we learn. The shlosh se'in. That is an anyan to have three sa'ah. That they, they would take three sa'ah of coins out of the, the half shekel coins. Umikan the shlosh kupot. And here from this third, the shlishit, we learned that they have to have three kupot. Where do we, why are there only three big uh, tzedakah boxes in the Beit HaMikdash? From the fact that it's a shlishit. And that's why there's three separate times that we take out coins from these things. Again, all these threes are coming to this pasuk in Nechemia. Okay. Now we're going to start explaining some reasons for the idea of Mahasita Sheker. You're going to love this, Harry. Ketiv, it says, between these two rabbis. Why is there a half a shekel? Because since the Jews did the egel at chatzot, therefore we need to bring a half a shekel, machatzit, because chatzot, half the day they got sinned, then machatzit a shekel, bring half a shekel. That's according to one rabbi. The other rabbi says, They bring half a shekel, which is worth six galmas. Since they, they sinned at midday, which is also midday, so midday is the sixth hour of the day. Therefore, they bring a half a shekel, which is valued at six galmas. Same, same idea with the different ones from six and ones from half. Yeshua Be'erib Nechemia, B'Shem Reb Yochanan Ben Zakeh, L'fisha Avdu Al-Asir Devarot, since the Jews went against the Ten Commandments, Everyone gives ten gera. Why ten gera? Because if you see, the Mahasita Shekel mentioned in the Torah, it's mentioned as that a whole shekel, the Pasuk says right afterwards, a whole shekel is twenty gera. Now, why do you need a Pasuk to tell me how much a whole shekel is? Answer is, because if a whole shekel is twenty gera, that means half a shekel is ten gera. And since the Jews, when they served the Egel, went against the Ten Commandments, they have to bring ten gera as a shekel coin, half a shekel coin, to be a kapara for the Ten Commandments that you went against. Okay? You know why? Since they, the Shivatim sold the Bechor of Rachel Imenu, for ten, kef, ten gold coins, as Basuk says. 
יהיה כל אחד ואחד פודה את בנו בכורו בעשרים כסף. So then every single Jewish person has to redeem his son with עשרים כסף, with 20 silver coins. According to this, Hold on. Five silaim, which you have to give, five full shekels, oh, is equal to 20 dinar. Okay? Which comes out 20 kesef. That's what comes out. So this is an interesting shot. Since we all sold the Bechor of Yosef, the reason why we do Pidyon Ben is we have to put our Bechor with 20 kesef. Okay? For the next Pidyon Ben, you have to mention this. Okay? We've been Hasbir Shem and the Bibi. We can't count on Shlomo. He's done already. Okay? You get one in your lifetime. You can't get any more. Okay. Since they sold the Bechorah of Rachel with 20 Kesef, and each one ended up getting two dinar, right? If you, if you split it, right? If you split the 20 Kesef, then everyone gets two dinar. That's why the Shekel comes out to Tiba. So, in other words, what he does is instead of He's using the selling of the of the of, of Yosef a different way. One way is that when you have a bechor, you have to redeem it with exactly that money that that they all got together collectively, and every year, everyone has to pay in mahasita shekel the amount that each shevet got from the sale, including Reuven, not including Yosef and Benjamin. Why including Reuven? Because even though he wasn't included in the idea of the selling him, but he did take the money afterwards. So taking the money is a separate problem. Okay? Mm-hmm. What? Yeah. What does that do like What? You'll tell me afterwards. Okay. Says the Mishnah. Vav Amur Bet. Motash Kalim. Extra Shekalim, which means if I gathered a little bit to make a machzita shekel, and then you had extra. Chulin, you could buy potato chips with it. We're going. This is going like betilel. Remember, Bet Shavai said you're not allowed. To. But here we're explaining according to betilel. Okay, motad asita but the extra of the tenth of efa, which was used for certain korbanot, the motad kanezavim, the extra that were gathered to to buy uh, pairs of of doves for a zav. Or zava, or buying a pair of doves for a lady who gave birth, or There, the extra goes for a carbon for that. Okay, This is the rule. Anything that comes for a chatat and for a korban asham, the extra has to go for a nedava. Motar Ola, what if there's extra 
funds that were gathered for a carbon ola, which is totally burnt on his back, leola, then you can't just use it for a nedava, you have to use it for another korban ola. It's even stricter. You have to use it for, for a specific korban, ola. Motar mincha, limincha, also specific. Motar shlamim, shlamim. Okay? Motar pesach, the extra money collected for a korban pesach, lishlamim, also for korban shlamim. We had that already in, in, in Masech Pesachim. Okay? Motar nazirim, Extra that were gathered for a nazir to bring his korban. Now, nazirim is for plural nazirim, which means if people are collecting for aniye nazirim, let's say there's a bunch of nazirim who are aniyim, they don't have money for their own korban, and we collect money for the nazirim's korban, then the nazirim, you have to give it to other aniyim for nazirs. Motar nazir, for guys collecting for his own korban nazir, then you could use it for a nadava. You do not have to use it for Nazir, you can use it for Nedava only. Okay? Says the Gemara, Amar Rabbi Yossi, Ad De'ana Taman, <coughs> which means, when I used to be there, now, in, when you're learning Yerushalmi, there is always Bavel. There are only two places with Jews in those days. You're in Bavel, or you're, you're in Israel. So in the Bavli, when they say, when they came, they're referring to someone who came from Israel to Babel. And here, when they say, when I was there, he's referring to when I was in Babel. Okay? I heard the voice of Yehuda asking Shmuel the following question. What happens with a guy who separated a shekel, so he holified his shekel, and he didn't give it yet, but he holified it, and he died. What do we do with the shekel? Okay? Amalei, so Shmuel responded back to Yehuda in Bavel when I was there. Use it for a korban. If a Kohen Gadol has to separate every day, he has to bring his own korban, right? And as they have asita if there's extra for it, Rabbi Yochanan says, Yolichem li Yam HaMelech. If there's extra asita you send it to Yam HaMelech. You can throw it in the garbage. Yam HaMelech means you get, get rid of it. Rabbi Lazar says, Yiplu Nedava. Rabbi Lazar says, Yes, to be Nedava, it has to be a Nedava. Ask the Gemara, Matitim Pligal Rabbi Yochanan. Rabbi Yochanan, who says that the extra korban of a Kohen Gadol goes to Yam HaMelech, seems to go against the Mishnah. Because the Mishnah said, We said all these things are nedava, and one of them, one of them is the tenth of anifa, which we're understanding right at this point is from the Kohen Gadol's daily sacrifice. So how could Rabbi Yochanan say it gets thrown into Yama Melach when our Mishnah, which he's not allowed to argue with because he's only Amora and he's not licensed to argue with the Tanaim in the Mishnah, and the Mishnah says that it has to be nedava? How could he say it goes to Yama Melach? You with me? Harry mm-hmm. says, How does Rabbi Yochanan explain his way out of this mission that he's not allowed to argue with? Says, Patala, he'll explain it. That's only talking about a guy who sins of all the Jews. Guy who does one of the Averot, you bring Korban, you have to bring, 
he brought a mincha instead. So that's what he's talking about. But a Kohen Gadol, he has to throw it to Yama Melech. Okay? Good. Rabbi Yossi Omer, Alda Alil, Abba Barba. On this, we had a question from Abba Barba. The Inun Amrian that the people in Bavel would say, Lishlamim. How do we know that if you do a Pesach in the wrong time, it goes to to a man Shlamim and it gets gets used? The pasuk says in Vayikra, If from the sheep is your korban. Bring it for Shalamim. Now, not every time is a Shalamim. But you see that from here, that if you bring your Korban that comes from sheep, and you have an extra thing, it becomes a Shalamim. That's what he wants to learn. Okay? Heitivin, they ask the question minatzon. Korban Ola also could come from sheep. Why are you saying, you're learning from here, that a Korban Pesach, which comes from sheep, or becomes a Shalamim, maybe we should learn that Ola also becomes a Shalamim. Of course it doesn't. Says no. When we want to learn Pesachim from this case, it's because a Korban Pesach could only be a sheep, whereas a Ola can be either a sheep or a cow and they, or, or a bull. And therefore, since it could be a, a bull or a sheep, we're not talking about Ola, we're talking about a Pesach, which can only be sheep. And that's why he's saying a, a Pesach that can only be sheep is what becomes by default will become a Shlamim, yes. Hatevin, they asked another question. Vare Asham, what about a Korban Asham? Korban Asham also comes from only from sheep. And if so, it should also become a Shlamim. And yet we know in the Mishnah that it becomes a Nidava. Amara Bibun, Barkana, Im Minhatson, Devashuba Mikolson. It, it has to be some type of thing that comes from all type of sheep. Which means kesev or izim. Tzon includes goats and sheep. Tzon, tzon is a language of the Torah that includes small animals. Okay? Which is goats and sheep. So minatzon means any type of sheep. But an asham could only be a sheep and not a goat. And therefore we know that it's referring to a pesach that becomes shlamim default and not an asham because asham is. Uh, is sheep only, whereas Pesach could be sheep goat. Says the Gemara. Usually the word min, min hatzon, means from the tzon, which means that of all the tzon, you're taking one. And now you're explaining, minatzon means that you include all tzon? Right? How do you do that? The word min means some of the tzon. All over, all over the shas, whenever you see the word min, it means part of. And now you're explaining the word min to mean including all of them, and that's why only Korban Pesach, because it includes goat and sheep? How do you do that? That was a quick act. Amar of Mana, Hachanami, Min lemaet. When we said the min over here, it also means from miut sheenoba ben shleshanim. Miut sheenoba nekiva. 
change it. When we say minatzon, it doesn't mean some of the sheep. But we're excluding that it cannot come from a two-year-old, only a one-year-old. Right? Tzon means sheep. Okay? A Pekoram Pesach could only be a one, less than one-year-old sheep. Whereas an Asham could be, could be older. It can't come from a female. It has to be male. I guess an Asham could be female, I'm assuming. Okay. One says, Oh, Vigabi Asham Nami, Min Lemaetu, Shenoba Elamina, Kibasim Levad. He could also learn the mean, because mean means it only comes from sheep and not from goats. So why don't we learn it also for Asham? Haitavin, another question. It says, if from the tzon is a korban, you want to say from the next pasuk that extra korban pesach has to be an ola? The same way you learned that has to be shalim. I can learn from this other pasuk that every extra korban pesach should be ola, because tzon kizim could be ola. Amar Biabun, Biabun explains, mishanin davar shehu leachila, davar shehu leachila. Mara says, you're right. Really, we could have learned from the Pasuk of Ola. But since a Korban Ola is not eaten, and a Korban Pesach is eaten, and a Korban Shlemim is eaten, and we have a choice to connect from the Pasuk of Pesach to Shlemim, or Pesach to Ola, we connect Pesach to Shlemim, because they're both edible Korbanot, and not Pesach to Ola, which is an edible to an inedible one. Okay? Another another answer. Amr Abiosi Brabun Mishanin Kochim Kalim Lashem Kochim Kalim Eshim Kochim Kalim Eshim Kochim Kalim. Another way to connect it only to Shlamim is because uh, Pesach and Shlamim are Kochim are light holifications, whereas Pesach and Ola is you're comparing a light holification to a heavy holification because in Kodeshim is very, very holified. Okay? Therefore, don't, don't compare those two. Now, says the Gemara, Rabbi Yochanan, Ada Ali Le Chanina. This was a machloket on Rav Chanina. Do you know what I mean? Because the rabbis used to say, and Pesach Mishnah Lashem Shlamim. Elam Kim Shachtu Lashem Shlamim. They said that a Pesach doesn't, doesn't become a Shlamim unless the guy slaughtered for Shlamim. And I say, even if you, if you slaughter for an Ola, it becomes a Shlamim automatically. So there's a machlok at whether this fact that a Korban Pesach becomes a Shlamim, does the guy have to have that in mind when he slaughters it? I know this is Shlamim, and then it becomes shlamim, it becomes Shlamimified. Or do we say... How does he... How does he... When did he say that? He says that before. He in other words, he made it was a pesach. Now it's extra, and now he realizes it's extra. He slaughters it, and he says, "This is for shlamim." Then it becomes a shlamim. But what happens? The guy slaughtered for an olah, right? Right. So, Reb Nachman says, "I say we don't care if you have it for olah; it becomes a shlamim anyway, even though you had a mind for an olah." And the other Rebbe said, "No, you have to have a mind for the shlamim; otherwise, it doesn't become a shlamim." Okay.
What's Rabbi Yochanan's reason that he says that it automatically becomes shlamimified even if you had Ola in mind? Because it says, If from the if from the sheep it will go the zevach shlamim, kosher zevach pashlamim. Anything that gets slaughtered becomes a shlamim. Umishtana the machshevet pesul. But if the more I ask the question, what if the guy thought while he's doing an olah? Okay, he thought. A, a thought that would posel the korban. Does that also change it to shlamim? Which means, if a guy has a korban ola, and he thought, he has the wrong thought in mind while he does it. Would that also work? For example, let's say, he has in mind that he wants to sprinkle the blood the next day. Which would ruin the he has that he has that in mind when he sorted it. Does that also switch the korban olah to a shlamim? Would that also work? Moses, hech ovda. What are you talking about? Chatat the shem olah amrad zokta damal machal. If you do a chatat for an olah and you want to sprinkle the blood the next day, mikoma kom pasulu. That's anyway pasul. Why? Because if you have in mind for the next day, it's of course no good. In the, the, so the question is, of course, if, if you had in mind to do it the next day, the Quran comes, becomes pasulified. But do we say in toban mishtane lemachshevet pasul? Do we say that? If you have in mind with the different thoughts, it becomes pasul. In tomar, or do you say in en mishtane l'machshir pasul? It doesn't switch to pasul. Pasul, and therefore you're not chayav karet if you eat it. And the Gemara doesn't answer the question. Okay. Okay, we're going to stop over here at the two dots. Rabbi Boon Bar Bar Shchia B'Shem Shmuel. Okay. Okay, Baruch Adonai Le'olam, Amen Amen. Tonight, we're going to be starting a class tonight. I'm sorry, but we have to be, we have to get ahead. So, what I wanted to do is, we come a little early if you can tonight. Okay.